Welcome back to the BPD podcast. I have fired Andre and Kelly, and it is me and Zoe. So we have uh, stolen the equipment, and we are on the run currently. So please uh, support the podcast and support our uh, felony. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Please support our felony. Please feed feed Zoe and and Megan. Great. Well, I hope you guys. I can't believe you kept a straight face. I, yeah, I was like, well, she started like losing it at the end. She, she's she's nice like that. She's like, oh, I I stole all this stuff. I fired them. I stole the Just like we fired Brett because <laughs> he was building a shed. <laughs> no, we didn't. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the song. The song is by For It Devine. Here, we. Yeah. We're going to talk over it a little bit. I'm slowly falling in love with it. Like, first time I listened to it, it was like, oh, okay, cool. But now I'm like... It's fantastic. It's like the fourth time I've heard it. And yeah, I like it. It's like getting better. It's, it's very 80s. Yes. And I like that. It's it's like Brendan Urie meets yes. 80s. Yeah. But it's funny because I, I heard this song on another podcast. And I was like, I love this song so much. I want it to be our new theme song. At least for a little bit. Yeah. And I reached out to the artist, and I was like, hey, man, I found your, your song. Do you mind if I use it on my podcast? He goes, he, he goes literally, hey, mate, thank you. Yeah, sure, go for it. Do you need an MP3? Let me know. <laughs> and I said, yeah, send it over. And he sent it over. He goes, have fun. That's Apparently, awesome. Swedish people are awesome. Yes. Yeah. I, if you're not Swedish, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're from Europe somewhere. Yeah. But his name is Forit Devine. He has a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube. So if you have a chance, check it out. So he's on SoundCloud too. So if you if you like his music, check out his stuff. Yeah. And yeah, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So this week's episode is brought to you by Away Travel. Like every week it is. <laughs> well, apparently. <laughs> At least until next week, March 24th. Yeah, then they're gone. I haven't sent you free stuff. I'm still waiting on my luggage Away Travel. So let's make it happen. They're not going to send Even you. Just send me a little handbag. A passport holder. <laughs> a luggage tag. And a backpack. Any. Or a laptop case. Ooh, I, I like I that. Need, I, need a laptop case. I like that. I ordered one. Thank you. There you go. So, back to this week's episode is presented by Away Travel. Quite simply, Away makes everything you need for a trip away. Away started with a perfect suitcase, then built from there, creating a range of travel standards developed from the travel stories of friends and seatmates. The pieces aren't smart, they're thoughtful, with features that solve real travel problems. To give the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct-to-consumer approach to lower prices and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. We are teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggage by going to podgo.co backslash Away. 
That's podgo.co backslash away. Away travel, here to make your journey seamless. And I'm watching Kelly just eyeball the baby. She... <laughs> You just, is she, I thought she was sucking on her foot. No. Just, sucking on my hand. <laughs> it's like so cute because she's like attacking her hand. Yeah. She's like, she's, like she's teething. She's currently five months and she is uh, and she's breaking the teeth. And seriously, the most beautiful baby alive. Ah, she's awesome. <laughs> she really is. I won't tell your other kids, but she's really the most beautiful baby. I know. They don't listen to the podcast, so. Good. So you're my favorite. <laughs> She at really least, is. At least for right now. <laughs> right. No, I think I think she'll always be the favorite. Back talk yet? So. <laughs> yeah, just wait. I don't think she will. I think she's gonna be your partner. I think in crime. She's gonna be my best friend. Yeah, she's gonna be your yeah, partner in crime. Yep. No, she's gonna be my Rory. To That's the, me. To the Lorelai. I don't know what that means. Well, Kelly does. Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. I was like, I have no idea what that means. Sorry. Lorelai and what? Rory. Rory. It's the mom and daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never saw that show. Yeah, it's a good show. I watched it. Yeah. It's a lot of blah 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 blah. It is, mm. but but it's, it's a lot of banter back and forth. That's what's funny. About mm. it. Yeah, they That's banter. And... She, the girl, and the the daughter was in um, Mad Men for a while. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Is... And she's from Argentina, I think. She's yeah. she's Hispanic, which is the weirdest thing because she's white as snow. Oh. And the and the mom's gonna be on the Mighty Ducks TV show. Yep, she is. Hmm. Lauren Graham. Mm-hmm. Lauren Graham. Interesting. Yep. I like her. How do we end up with Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls right now? I said Rory and Lily. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. That's cool. <laughs> so, this week's episode is Lincoln Park 2.0. Yes. We figure we're going to recreate, we're trying to recreate magic that Lincoln Park Part 1 was our best rated episode. Mm-hmm. So, we figure we're going to recreate it and try to. We got to do a part two. And there's so two. much goodness. There's so much we didn't hit on. There, so oh, yeah. There's... If you go type in Lincoln Park in YouTube, <sighs> no. it is. It's beautiful. There was a playlist of fifty songs, and I made it to twenty five, and I was like, "They're amazing." It was just too, it was just too much awesomeness to yeah. it. Yeah. It is. But what's interesting? I found a website that. <laughs> Sorry. Was that that was Megan? Was, Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm sucking my thumb. <laughs> so I found a, a website called Factinate, and it talks about Lincoln Park facts. That's one of the links on the thing. Uh-huh. Um, they started off called Zero X E R O, which I did not know. And after they after Chester Benningfield joined, they changed their name to Hybrid Theory, which was interesting. Oh. But, 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 Hybrid Theory was already a name of another band, mm-hmm. so they had to change their name to Lincoln Park. But they actually spelled it Lincoln like Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. and then they changed yeah, it to Lincoln L I K I N, so that they could afford their own website because yep. Lincoln was too expensive. The original, the original spelling, like Link, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. and then they used Hybrid Theory as a album first, name for the first album first yeah yep. that's cool and another fact is that they don't swear in most of their song because they feel that there are better ways to get their message across mm-hmm. yeah that's what i've I, seen that on an interview before. which is fantastic i think that's amazing that's what i like so much about them is that they don't now they do have songs that are more explicit than others but to me it's very well placed though yeah. like it's, yes. it's not just random it's not gratuitous like right. yeah let me just it's drop an f-bomb right here right it's it, <laughs> you see it and it's like yes <laughs> <laughs> you hear but, it. but that's what i like so much about hybrid theory was that there was not a curse word in it so it was kind of nice to listen to was you, there any curses in that album? There wasn't. I was like, I don't remember any in there. there. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I like about it, too. One of the things I liked about it was that, you know, it was something decent to listen to, yet still powerful hard. and hard. Yep. Because sometimes you need something hard, but you don't want to go, like, extremely 
<laughs> extremely, you know, to the other spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like that about them. And another thing is that they, they were rejected 44 times before finally being accepted by Warner Brother Records. Hmm. 44 times. But it said that Warner Brothers rejected them three times before mm-hmm. and then finally signed them, which is yep. interesting. You want to read number 42, which I found interesting, too? Huh. It says that Chester didn't like In the End. He thought fans would absolutely hate it, and instead, of in, and instead, In the End has become one of, if not the most iconic songs by Linkin Park. They play it at every live event with very few exceptions. I thought you were going to say In the End. In the End was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, number 40. Who wants to read number 40? Does Megan, you have access to it? I'm sorry, I, dro- I dropped this in like a lot the last minute. This website, click it here. My thing is like, share. yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> number 40 is interesting. Let's see. It says Linkin Park was the first rock band in history to achieve more than 1 billion YouTube videos or views. Trans- uh, Transformers referred, Reve- Lord, Revenge <laughs> of the Fallen, them new divide accounts for more than 10% of the total views. That's one, actually in part of my my description is it? Oh, okay. of it. Yeah, that's crazy. One billion views. Yep. The yeah. first rock band. They're yeah. currently at like um, the one song is at like one point seven or something billion, and it has it has nine or maybe it's nine point six million likes. Jeez, like it's one of the most liked songs on YouTube. Hmm. It's amazing. Um, pa, 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 what else we got? I like number 39. I think it's sweet. Go for it. It says, Inked in Union. When Chester married Samantha Marie Olet, they were too poor to afford rings, so they got matching tattoos on their ring fingers instead. That's sweet. It is sweet. I'm not getting a tattoo for you. No, but I'm saying it's still, you know, it's still sweet. You know? It is. Um, number 34. Because of MTV, the reason Linkin Park worked with Jay-Z was because MTV requested the collaboration. Now, I know some people hate that collaboration. I don't. But I grew up listening to Jay-Z as a kid. Yeah. So, and I love Linkin Park. So when they merged the two together, I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. It, it was it was cool. And I think I had read, too, that they didn't want to do the collaboration. Hmm. I think. You're just making stuff up now, aren't you? Uh, maybe, but. <laughs> All right. I thought I had read that. I could be wrong. Number 31. Read that, hun. 31. A little accident prone. In 2001, while touring for OzFest, Chester was bitten by a recluse spider. He also pulled out his back, picking up baggage, tore a ligament in his hand while playing basketball at Chuck E. Cheese, okay, and and broke a wrist during a stage dive in 2007. Goodness. Guys, he continued to perform. Yeah, like he usually had a show near them, and he always he he performed in casts. He performed with his back thrown out. He all kinds of stuff. Guys, nuts. Number twenty, picking favorites. Chester has cited that "One Step Closer" is his least favorite Linkin Park song, and he also said that "Breaking the Habit" was his favorite. Now, watching "Breaking the Habit," I forgot it was an anime video. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool video to watch. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. All right. Da, 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 da. We'll skip number 19. Um, number 18, another sad one. All right. I think all of them are just sad now. Mm. Well, a lot of them are about Chris Cornell. Yeah. Which was uh, Chester's best friend who also passed away mm-hmm. three months before he 
he did. So. He was first, right? Cornell yeah, died first? Yeah, first. All right. Well, those are a couple of uh, interesting facts about Linkin Park. <laughs> now, another thing that I want to do for, for everybody, Linkin Park did a cover of a song that I think is amazing. Mm, so think you showed that to me. I think we're going to play a little bit. Well, I think it'll be all right to play. So let's see if you guys know this song. Oh, no. What happened? There's a fire starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the door Finally I see you crystal Go ahead and send me on while I lay your ship See how I with every piece of you Don't underestimate Things that I will be There's a fire Starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch And it's bringing me out the dark The skies of your love Remind me of us They keep me thinking That we almost had it all The skies of your love Remind me breathless I can't I'm gonna let it keep. I'm gonna let it keep playing. It's a live version. It can't touch me. <laughs> it's YouTube. It's YouTube. They can't touch me. I, I don't think so. Who knows? I keep going or not we got some songs to get to you, I know you might want to oh. and I actually found um, so good it, I, it's just so good to listen to yeah like really Adele Chester Adele only Adele could sing that song but, but then this guy nailed it yeah he did I, because I, he doesn't have to go no to the height that she does I, but no, I think I think he song. goes that high, but just na- he doesn't. It's just effortlessly. Yeah, his voice is that strong. Yeah, like listen to that. 
He sounds like he could have been like a country singer too. He could have. He could have been any type of singer. He has that. He has that kind of voice that can like cross. Yeah. Bounds and and cross. Take uh, to see him. Trying to think of the word I'm trying to use, but anyways. Um. Genres. Yeah. It can cross genres, but I I read some. I'm still on that website. Um, that the link that you had on there, the mm-hmm. facts about them, and it said that Linkin Park and Jay Z's Collision Course record is one of the most famous collaborations in metal, and it reached number one on the Billboard 200 in 2004. It sold around seven million copies worldwide. That's a really really good album. Mm-hmm. And then their fifth album, Living Things, entered the Billboard 200 at number one. Hmm. I mean, they were untouchable back in the day. Yeah. They were just amazing to listen to. Yeah. They're still amazing. Yeah. They really are. Zoe Jane. (laughs) I would have taken you. That would have been your first concert. Oh, man. It may still be. They're not together now, as without Chester, are they? Yeah, they're there. They are. They're just not. They're not creating right now. Oh, okay. But they still play. But that's gonna be tough. How do you? They're basically playing what they already have, and now that they nobody can, they're not doing like live concerts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but before the pandemic, they were doing stuff, and they would just always do a tribute to him. Mm-hmm. And they were Shinoda actually had they set it up to where they would sing together. Um, they had a huge uh, jumbotron. Oh, that okay. Chester was playing. Yeah. That would he he would be on that, and then Mike Shinoda. Shinoda would be singing with him. That's cool. So they would it was like they're still performing together. Yeah, and they would always do a tribute. They always um, because they kept the benefit concerts going mm-hmm. and um, the different things that were the one light. Most mm-hmm. of the one light was was without Chester. So. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think they're still amazing. They are. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was a kid, I was I think I mentioned it to Megan before. Maybe it was you, hun. That <laughs> Lily went. What, what is this? Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I only focused on one genre specifically. I didn't dive into mm-hmm. if it was if I was listening to rap, it was only going to be rap. If I was listening to rock, only rock. Well, and but, that's why you had said you didn't listen to No Doubt much. Yeah, because you were only in one genre. So when when Lincoln Park came out, they merged. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lily kissed Zoe, but um. When they mer- when I heard these two mergings of music types, I was like, "This is amazing! This is something I never heard before." Yep. Mm-hmm. Lily's playing the beat. <laughs> Lily's happy. <laughs> I don't know. She's still sad, but um, she only has one face. <laughs> yeah, she got an RBF face, <laughs> RLF face, resting Lily face. Yeah, resting. All right. Face. <laughs> so let's dive into the songs before we start getting wrapped up in we could just talk about them all day like it's, i really yeah. could i really could amazing. yeah uh, i could i mean i'm then let's talk I'm go ahead kid. talk no no no. go yeah. ahead no we have I to talk about the songs because we have great songs on yeah. here we have a great list okay so we do we have to we can always do another one i'm always up for 3.0 lincoln part 3.0 they they're, they're my eventually guys. we'll run out of songs <laughs> we could just roll back like we could bring just it talk. back we could just yeah. talk nah, about the band why, okay, how about this? Why? How did you find Linkin Park? Someone actually gave me... The, well, I heard him on the radio, and then someone actually gave me an album. Uh, a friend of mine did. It gave me Hybrid Theory, mm-hmm. and that's when I heard the in- entire album. Yeah. And But I actually fell in love with In the End playing on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to take my little Walkman that my grandfather had given me and record on a tape 
off of the radio. And that that was the first kind of anything I had because I didn't have, we didn't have internet like when I was a kid. We didn't get it until I was, I didn't have regular internet until I was like 20. Yeah. So <laughs> my main connection was just the radio. I did get the radio or, you know, I had a friend that finally did, you know, we had a, our crappy computer, we got a file and I had MP3s on it and, you know, the good old I, days. I literally had four MP3s and they were all Lincoln Park. So they, um, they, I don't know. I've always listened to them. I've never not liked them. Um, when, when, um, Minutes to Midnight came out, that was the first time that I was like, what are they doing? Like, what in the world is this? This doesn't sound like them. But then I, it took me a while to get attached to that particular, <laughs> Uh, album, yeah, because the previous ones were just, just saturated with Lincoln Park. But Minutes to Midnight was the one that they tried to change their sound. They, they a little matured bit. They, a little bit. Yeah, they tried to change it a little bit. They had softer music. Yep. It wasn't so. It was more um, about the lyrics. It was. It, it was so much more. Yes. And but the, it took me just a minute longer to get attached to mm-hmm. that one. But um, because you know what I've done which is Kelly's first song yeah. that she should be talking about. Um, you know, you knew it from the Transformers yeah. movie, but and that was awesome, but it was popular because of that. Yeah. yeah. And everybody loved it. So then it was almost like they became in the limelight again. Mm-hmm. And I loved that such a popular movie franchise featured them. Lincoln Park, yeah. yeah. And when they hadn't really been featured in anything before then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually, Chester actually had a couple cameo appearances in movies. Really? Um, know. he was in, um, I never watched it cause I didn't care about it, but, um, <laughs> I think it was called crank or something. Oh, uh, with Jason Statham. Yeah. I think he's in that. He plays a cameo. Hmm. Um, I have to find just the cameo. Part. Yeah. I can't even remember. It seems like I looked it up. Apparently he was in saw. Uh, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. How, my room uh, seven, maybe. Yeah. I didn't know there's seven movies of that crank crank two hostile part three. Um and a whole bunch of Lincoln Park documentaries. Yeah, he kind of has a fascination with like horror, horror and zombies and stuff like that. So I didn't ever watch him really. Yeah. I don't like those kind of movies, but yeah. um, I knew he did have cameo appearances. But hmm. the I think some people don't listen to them because they are mainstream or considered mainstream. Um, well, I think they became mainstream because of that Transformers. Maybe, song. but like I, th- I don't really care about what's popular and what's not. I, I don't just either. like yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. It's it's you look you you look for what you like. Yeah. And and what you connect with. Right. And so I, I always connected with Lincoln Park. I always connected with Chester. Um Mike Shinoda I feel like is a very underrated rapper. Yes. He's a fantastic and yet Check out no one Fort really Minor. talks about Fort Minor's awesome. And the fact that he went to Fort Minor, he didn't do it to get away from Lincoln Park. Mm-mm. He just did it to do something else. It's a side project. Yeah. And um you know, they, I, there's just so many good things that I feel like people don't connect with because they think they're too, they're too mainstream. Yeah. They're too popular, so they're not going to attach themselves to something. So you know, oh, everybody likes them. So yeah, I'm not going to like them. Yep. Mm-mm, no, like what you like. <laughs> yeah. Don't give a but crap I, about unf- what everybody else thinks. It's unfortunate that when we're when we're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, we go with the they're mainstream man and this and that. But when you're older, you're like. I like this because it sounds cool. It, the beat's but nice. I and... always liked them. They came yeah. out in 2000. Yeah. How old yeah. was I in 2000? I was... I don't even know. I was 16? 17? 16, 17, yeah. Yeah. 
Because so, I, I remember, I remember where I bought. I think I mentioned the story. I bought this off the uh, the Arabics, the Hindu store down the street, <laughs> that they sold bootlegged CDs. Yeah. <laughs> I bought five bucks. I bought that CD, and I made a whole bunch of copies and sold to my friends. Yeah. <laughs> she just face planted. <laughs> that was probably my second CD because my first one I always remember was Three Doors Down. Ooh, their first, a good one. Their first, mm-hmm. and I was like, nice. you know, yeah, their their first um, album. That was my first CD ever that I owned, and then wow. Hybrid Theory was my second because someone gave it to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I like, I like in the end, yeah, I, I, I really like that. So I thought I was gonna like the whole CD, and I fell in love with the whole CD. The whole CD, that's one of those CDs that you, but it was, you can't skip. It a song. was like three or four years after it came out, mm-hmm. so it wasn't when it had come out. You know, so I what, feel like they became popular way after they came out. You know, yeah, they came out in two, like Happy Theory came out in two thousand, mm-hmm. and I don't feel feel like it really had its time right then it it became popular later on yeah yeah it did i mean at least with mainstream and yeah with everybody else but <laughs> she's like nobody's gonna pay attention to me fine oh <laughs> so oh my goodness willie's not sure what to do with it she's like what do i do with this young lady but yeah there's just there's something about them and their lyrics are fantastic and they're very deep and you connect with them. And, you know, we've said it before that, you know, certain songs got you through certain times of your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% Linkin yeah. Park. They're, and <laughs> they get me through things now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I still listen to them and it's just, it it's just as good today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Something that's literally, they just, I remember last year they had their um, 20th anniversary and it was during all this pandemic stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, or it was right before. I don't remember. We want to get you that, but we saw how much it costs. <laughs> yeah. And we said, nah, nah we, we love like Megan. We love Megan, but <laughs> yeah. 250 bones, that's a lot of money. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I just shot y'all. I was like, we don't love you no, to that extent. No. No. I was make like, me, but, y'all make me a sticker. But <laughs> I, I didn't make you a sticker mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> but I think it would have been worth it, though. That's why you made me a sticker. <laughs> we, we wanted to get you something to show your appreciation. Here's a sticker. <laughs> it's like when you... When you go somewhere and you just bring somebody back a shirt, yeah, or a keychain, key key <laughs> like all they brought me was this. <laughs> I my um, I went to Hawaii and bought me a keychain. <laughs> I could buy a keychain here. This is Hawaii. My old boss, she she went to New York, and I was like, hey, just bring me back something nice. And they used to sell these little uh, metal tins at the airport with mints. Mm-hmm. And, and she brought that back to me, and I was like, you're cheap. Yeah. And she's like, why? And I was like, I know exactly where you got that, and exactly <laughs> the same what store it is. I know what price it is. I was like, you're cheap. Bobby went to France and, awesome. and forgot to get something like for the boys, and he he I knew he got like a little airpay, airport like bear. Yeah, and he's you know he brought it home and they were all excited and I was like you got this in the airport and he's like I got it in Greenville. <laughs> <laughs> I was like well don't tell them it says I, I it says so, I love Paris but oh it's like God. it's still what dude what she is not happy. <laughs> he's it's a, someone at GSP loves me. It was a bear. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyway but hybrid theory is one of those albums that there's not a bad song in there at all yeah and our dog's looking zoe's face she's sniffing her oh is she okay yeah. she pawed at her a second ago she's like shut up <laughs> she went like that look she's Puppy's about to do it broken. again <laughs> zoe's like what is this dog doing to me all right hon, start with your first song all right so first song is what i've done from the 2007 album minutes to midnight uh, it was the first single off this album, and like Megan said earlier, it was the main theme for Transformers, and it's also on the movie soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was featured on Guitar Hero World Tour. And the video is basically showing, you know, different things going on in the world. War, famine, political movements, um, and then people trying to make a difference as well. Um, so it showed, like, um, I think, like, some different presidents like JFK and... Um, Name another president. Abraham Lincoln. Name another one. George Jefferson. Washington. Okay, come on. Another one. Let's keep going. <laughs> John Adams. Was he a president? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Name another one. Uh-huh. See? Come on. Bill Clinton. Oh, okay. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's about all I know. <laughs> Who's our current president? Uh, Biden. Oh, okay. Who's the former one? Trump. Trump. Uh, I think you say cheese doodle. Cheese doodle. And then Barack Obama. There you go. And okay. before that, George W. Bush. George yes. W. And before Junior. that, Clinton. There you go. And before that, George Sr. There you go. Senior. Before him. Uh, Ooh. I you weren't born? No. Oh my god! I'm 89, dude. Like, Ray Reagan. Oh, see, I don't remember Reagan. It may have been when I was a kid, but I don't remember wow. Reagan. Yeah, that's Clinton, as far. That's as far I as I Clinton remember. Was the first one I remember. That's as far as I remember Reagan. Yeah, Clinton's the first one I remember. I think. Anywho, World. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so the song debuted in the top ten on the U.S. Hot 100 um, at number seven in 2007. And it's their second highest debut to date on that chart. Um, it was previously held by Somewhere I Belong, which opened at number 47. Um, so it earned the Hot Shot debut of the week and then became the third highest position for a Linkin Park single to date on the Hot 100. Um, it was their highest debut until they released New Divide in 2009. Um and it was only the 11th song since 2000 to debut at number 7 or higher on the Hot 100. And it was only the third song to do so by an artist, artist not from American Idol. Hmm. Which I thought was interesting. That's random. <laughs> yeah. Um, American Idol sucks. <laughs> it does. I've never watched it. <laughs> I only watched the first season. But you know what? Yeah. It's only one it. worth it. Yeah. All the other seasons are horrible. Who else won that? Who knows? Like, yeah. they, they, you uh, don't hear about Is that still them. on? Yeah, it is. Um, uh-huh. What's her name? Country singer. Oh, Underwood. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. She, I think she won. I know Carrie Underwood. I know Kelly Clarkson. I know Daughtry. Yeah, but he, he didn't, didn't win. win. Oh, whoa! He came in number five. That's why <laughs> oh. he's allowed to have his own music. And he the other... came at you all aggressive. He didn't win. <laughs> and the other dude too. Um, Clay Aiken. Queen. He sings for Queen now. Oh yeah, Adam Lambert. Lambert. Yeah. Adam Lambert. Oh yeah. Well, did he's he win? Pretty popular. Yeah, I think. I think he won. I can't you. remember. I haven't watched it since the first season. Clay Aiken. I've tried to, but Who? I don't. Clay Aiken, but he didn't win. I don't know who that is. Um, so anyways, um, but the song was certified two times platinum in 2008, and it reached 3 million downloads by 2011, making it their most successful digital song in the U.S. And as of January 2015, the song has sold over 3 million copies in the U.S. Hmm. As it should be. Mm-hmm. Probably should be more. Yeah. Come on, guys. Buy the albums. Buy the music. Come on the show. <laughs> I'll say, Mike, come on the show. Yeah, oh, Mike, come on the show. I would die. <laughs> Does Mike have an Instagram? I don't. Know. I'll start. I'll start my my uh, my media blitz. Right. I don't think Megan would. I w- speak. Wouldn't be able to. <laughs> she would just be sitting here like. Hi, Mike. Hi. <laughs> but from what I understand, I've seen a couple of YouTube videos. The guy seems really, really cool. He is. I mean, yeah. like I've seen a bunch of interviews with him and Chester and. And they're just, 
I don't know. They're just awesome. How do you spell his last name? Shinoda. S-H-Noda. I'll come back to that. S-H-Noda. Google it. Instagram. All right, keep going on. Um, so it says that the music video is the first to reach the number one spot on TRL for Linkin Park video history. So out of all their videos that they have, that's the only one that reached number one. On and TRL. I feel like they really? did that because of Transformers. Yeah, I yeah, feel like it probably was, it was yeah the main thing, which is unfortunate because I think I still think Breaking the Habit is probably one of the coolest videos ever made. It's still a great song. Yeah, whether it is from a movie or not. Yeah. I mean, I wish it had more of a part in the movie, but you hear it in the background yeah. in a weird part of it. Yeah, so it's like hmm. um, it wasn't in the movie though. It was just at the end. It, no, no, no. It is in the movie. Is it when he drops her off? Here's a little bit of weird stuff that i know when he drops her off from from the car ride and he drops her off the car and it's right. playing in the background yeah yeah which, and, but it was like a piano version wasn't it no it's the real version Is but it? you just hear the very beginning of it that's what i, I, that's what I remember yeah like it's real short and it's in a, just a weird spot like it and then it plays in the credits yeah because i remember the credits vividly yeah i stayed for the credits did we see that movie together probably when did that movie come out you just read it didn't you 2007. 2007. So yeah, we were probably dating because yeah, well, we got married we in 2007. Engaged, so <laughs> we're still dating. You're still dating now. She's still your girlfriend. She'd like to think you, so. baby daddy. <laughs> His side piece. <laughs> no. Anyway, but He's like, we're gonna get off that real yeah, quick. Let's, <laughs> let's leave that. But um. And then, as of January 2021, the song has 500 million views on YouTube. Uh, it was the video clip was featured and won on MTV's Battle of the Videos against videos by Evanescence, Lil Mama, and Little Mama. Who's Lil Mama? I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So I want read the next the little blurb. The next one, as mentioned in episode 89. Of MTV Cribs. Oh, yeah. So Chester's jacket was lent to him by yellow card frontman Ryan Key. Which is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ryan, come on the show. Ryan, come on the show. (laughs) I feel left out. Ryan, come on the show. (laughs) So what's your favorite lyric then? Because apparently you wrote it on here. I did. We have Uh, to sing it though. No, I do not. In in a Chester voice. God. (laughs) No. Um... It's long, but it says, so let mercy come and wash away what I've done. I'll face myself to cross out what I've become, erase myself and let go of what I've done. For what I've done, I I start again and whatever pain may come today, this ends. I'm forgiving what I've done. I'll face myself to cross out what I've become, erase myself and let go of what I've done. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They just have really fantastic lyrics. It- it's really like I was going when I was going through my songs, like trying to find a favorite lyric. Like I might as well just put the whole song on it because they all I, the whole it's song so hard it's, to it tells a story and it um, each song it's when you read the lyrics when you actually go and just read the lyrics um, you can't really pinpoint because it all just ties together so well yeah and it's not just a phrase or a, a word it. It's like telling a story and without telling a story, it's mm-hmm. like just telling his feelings about yes. the entire, you know, episode of his life, you know, mm-hmm. just, and it's, and it makes so much more sense now. Like it, it hits so much deeper. Yeah. He was crying for help for years. Yeah. For a long time. For years. Yeah. That's heavy. 
Poor guy. I just read an article the other day that his wife, his widow, remarried and she got divorced like a month ago. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. They got married right before the pandemic hit and then they lived together like they were stuck in quarantine together and I think they just would have hate each other (laughs) and they just got divorced. I mean, why would you get married before the pandemic? Then you're stuck with a person 24 hours a day. I know he had six kids. Six Mm -hmm. kids. That's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy, heavy, heavy. All right. On to the next song. Numb. This was featured in uh, 2003. All right, let, let, hold on. Let, let, let's appreciate your daughter. No, your oh, daughter. No. I thought you were going to appreciate the song. No, you, the fact that your daughter's going... I know. <laughs> bubbles. She thinks she's cute. She is Oh, cute. she knows she's cute. Stop being cute. Lily's trying to figure out what she's doing. Lily's like, why is she making these noises? Hi. She's awesome. Indeed. I'm sorry. Nope. You're good. <laughs> so <laughs> it came out in 2003... Um, and my favorite lyric I had, if I had to pick one, I mean, it's the whole song, but if I had to pick one, it's, um, every step I take is just another mistake. I want to be more like me, less like you. You were just like me with someone disappointed in you. Um, I'll get into that in just a second. Mm-hmm. So it topped at the, it topped the charts for 12 weeks in a row. Um, and during the video shoot, Chester was actually suffering from an abdominal and back pain. So he had hurt himself, and he was still working through it. And he he filmed the video, um, and he was mainly sitting down during the video because he was in so much pain. Um, the girl in the video is actually on the movie Step Up 2. She's the main girl. That's where I recognize FYI. her from. Because I watched the video, and I was like, this girl yeah. looks so familiar. That's her. Uh, I didn't huh. write that down, but that's just something I remembered. But... Um, she's shown as an outcast, someone different from everybody else. She's, um, she seems like she's reaching for something she wants, you know, she's running away because nobody will accept her. Um, and she seems to go to like a safe place and she ends up expressing herself through painting. So she obviously wants to, you know, be a painter, Mm -hmm. strive for something more, but she's just kind of beat down. Um, and in the end of the video, she's actually shown... Um, the video is actually filmed in a church and in the end of the video, the girl runs into the church. Like she heard the, the singers calling her. And then when she comes in, it's empty. So that's kind of like the, the basis behind the video. But then, um, the whole video is just great. You know, he's, he's sitting, Chester's sitting down and he sings the entire song. And then, um, you you see all of the band members and they're playing different instruments and it's just it's very emo it's not emotional but it's very um, I mean it is emotional it is emotional how they're, how they're playing is yeah. very like sentimental it's it's it, everything means something to them so mm-hmm. it seems like so it's just if they're not just playing an instrument they're just really they're going for it um, but anyway this the song was actually featured in Transformers which I love that they came back to it that they featured another song in Transformers mm-hmm. um, it was uh, Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen um, this song is actually used as an entrance song for Paul Kelly who is a UFC fighter that's cool he uses it as an entrance song to pump him up that's cool um, and I didn't find this very fascinating, but Nicki Minaj remixed it in 2007 and mm. called it Numb 2007, which, meh. I wonder if it's um, any good. I, I don't know. I didn't even have the heart to look because I didn't want to. <laughs> um, I've always liked the fact that Mike in the background 
yes. caught in the undertow. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that. Mm-hmm. But that's how they they work so well together. That's how they do yeah. some of those songs. Either Chester is doing yes. that, or or Mike is. They, just, they, they flow perfect so together. Well yeah. together. Yeah, always. they work really well together. A Swedish metal band actually used them. Um, they covered it on YouTube. Um, I forgot to write down who they were, but um, in 2017, after Chester had passed away, they excuse me, they covered the song. And then how we, we were talking about earlier, it reached a billion views on YouTube in 2018. And then as of last month, it was... Uh, had over 1.5 billion views with 9.5 million likes, that's, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For coming out in 2000, what was it, 2003? It's actually close to 1.6 billion at this point now. Yeah. yeah. It, it, As of today. It, every day it... And it's it, almost at 10 million likes now. Yeah. And you know how many thumbs down get, they got? 224,000. Why would you thumbs it down? Just don't... Do You're an don't awful human being. Yeah, 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 just seriously. move along. Yeah. I mean, I'd understand if it was like a punch a puppy video. Thumbs that down. <laughs> like, okay, Karen. But just move along. Don't <laughs> thumbs down a song. Oh, people, people suck. Anyway, they're horrible. <laughs> All right, so I moved the mic away so Zoe wouldn't kick it like she was a second, one, and she, yeah, she rolled. rolled over towards it. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. <laughs> Lily's trying to figure out what's. Thank going you, Zoe. On. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, cool. <laughs> She's like, you're welcome. All right, so was that your song? You good? Yeah, or you got more? I'm good. Okay. So, one of my favorite Linkin Park songs that I feel doesn't get enough credit is My December. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the all-time classic songs. And I remember my friend Ryan actually played that song for me. I never heard of it because it was one of those B-sides that came out somewhere. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was a holiday song. Um, it was written by Mike Shinoda while the band was on tour. And they recorded it after the release of Hybrid Theory, um, their debut album. And it's one of their softer songs, and it features a no distorted guitar elements, and is mainly carried by the piano. It was recorded for the inclusion of the Real Slim Santa CD that was for an acoustic uh, Christmas um, show. So the sometimes (laughs) yeah yeah no, the majority of the song was written by Mike Shinoda inside Linkin Park's tour bus, and it was written and recorded in two days, which is amazing. But but it's it's a kind of a very simple song. Yeah, like. It's very simple. It's very mm-hmm. powerful. Let me fast forward a little bit. I forgot about this song. To right? Be with you. Yeah, it's a good one. It is. And then when Shinoda kicks in the background, woo, it's Fuego. <laughs> See, and Han is there, like, um, the, it's. Yeah, I know what you're talking called, about. It's like soundboard, right? Yeah. So he does that. The, it's not like a a big band thing. It's a big soundboard. Yeah. And it and he he does all that. My buddy Ryan does that stuff. It's awesome. It's like when you see it happen, it's awesome. He, he said he bought it. and It takes it's taking him a while to learn it because yeah. like, it's not just like press this yeah. button. It's like you have to learn. It's, it's, it's an instrument. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of keyboards too have have that too. They have no, but this is an entire board no, of I just know. buttons. But I'm saying don't like, talk back. Keyboards have that too, where you like they have drums mm-hmm. and and guitar yeah. and like other things that you can play That's while amazing. you're doing the keyboard. It's I wish really I was artistic cool. and mu- musical like this. But this shows his soft, like a lot of the the songs, even on Minute, Minutes Midnight, shows the softer side mm-hmm. of, of Chester's voice and his how he can go to that low range yeah. and still sound mm-hmm. perfectly. The, the dude perfect. could hit anything. Yeah, he 
He could have sang anything. That's what I mean. Like, he can cross over so many genres of music that he would sound good for If I'm not mistaken, he sang for Queen at some point in time. I think I think that's what I read a while ago. And that's they settled. They got Adam Lambert. Whoa! Dude. Do you mind? <laughs> She's like, oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm working here, lady. You're not cute. Stop. Stop. Oh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so screwed when she comes to like ask me for something. I'm gonna be like, yes, sure. Yes, you can do whatever you want. Like, yes, you can do no wrong. Do it. <laughs> On a unicorn, I'll buy you. No, he sang for Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, that was my mistake. Yeah, I did. I did know that he did. He played for STV. Yeah. So okay, that was my. That's one of my favorite um, Lincoln Park songs. Mm-hmm. I think it's just good stuff. It's so simple and pure yep. and touching. All right, Kelly Marie. So I'm not going to read everything that I put. Read in. everything. You I just... read everything. Listen to the we do have to Listen keep to this under like four hours. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm not going to read everything. I'm just going to try to like read highlights. Seriously, dude. <laughs> so, uh, somewhere I belong is also off the Meteora uh, album in 2003. It was the first sing- single off this album as well. Um, it was released to U.S. radio in on March 18th. 2003 and it reached the top 30 of the hot 100 air airplay um and then the following week it debuted at number 47 on the u.s billboard hot 100 it peaked at number 32 during its 15th week on the chart and remained on the listing until its 20th week um the song entered the top 10 on the majority of the billboard charts on and then it proved to be highly popular on rock radio, reaching number one on the mainstream rock tracks and modern rock track charts. Um, and then it was released in Australia, Europe, and New Zealand in two thousand in May 2003. And it reached number one in New Zealand and the top ten in the Ireland and in Ireland and Japan. Um, it was awarded as the best rock video at the 2003 MTV Video Music Awards and was the first music video broadcast on Fuse TV. Wow, um, I haven't thought about Fuse TV in a mm. long time. <clears throat> um, it's And as of December 2020, the song has two, 200 million views on YouTube. It was one of the three songs off the album that played during the Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Really? Um, and it won the and it won at the 2003 MTV Movie Awards. Um, and then it also played during Best Movie while From the Inside and Faint appeared during the nominee montage for Best On-Screen Team and Best Action Sequence. I guess for... That was a mouthful. Yeah, I know. For the case. <laughs> you should have gone with Usain Bolt was his profile video. What? You should have gone with the Usain Bolt. It was his profile video oh, yeah. for the Olympics. Yeah. So it was the Jamaican. It was the profile video for Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt in the 2008 Beijing Olympics. It's pretty cool. Um, it was released um, for Rock Band 3. And it was also included for or used for a promo of the Nature 
entitled Chasing Big Cats. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. So let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> he just let off some, read some lyrics, like some um, facts, like, I don't know what I'm reading. I don't, yeah, I don't know <laughs> what that means. Um, but so my favorite lyric was, um, I think this is the chorus. He says, which is what you're playing What's about right to play now. right now? Yeah. This is my favorite. That's amazing. Yeah, that's my favorite lyric. But again, that, and I think that was one of the songs too, that it was very hard to pick mm-hmm. like a favorite lyric because the whole song is my favorite lyric. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just awesome. I know. Boom. Are we done with this one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving along. That was... Moving on. Leave out all the rest. I feel like this is an unrated song. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not familiar with this one. Yeah. Really? What album is it? You have it? To play? I don't know this one. Listen to this. I'm like hypnotized by the video, actually. I do know this one. He's such a good-looking guy with hair. He's a good-looking guy, bald. Yeah, he's he, he pulls off yeah. both looks. Yeah, he has <laughs> a, a good-looking guy. He has a I'm full say head. He's a sexy man. Yeah, he has a full head of hair here, and I'm like, wow, I've never seen him with Chester's like man full for hair. Reasons. <laughs> So I like this song. I've never heard it. I, I have heard it. Love this song, and it's one of their softer ones. But I think the lyrics shine through. Oh God, it's just if you could say "cry for help" right there, he's asking for somebody to listen to. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it's almost like he's already decided. Even though this was well, way before he passed away, mm-hmm. um, it's like he just decided. It, in the song, it reminds me of. Um, like the bridge says forgetting all the hurt inside you've learned to hide so well pretending someone else can save me from myself I can't be who you are so it's almost like whoever he's trying whoever wants him to be better um, he's already decided that I am who I am and I can't be who you are yeah and either you take it or leave it and apparently you left it and now he's saying you know Forget all the wrong that I've done. Help me leave behind some reasons to be missed. Don't resent me when you're feeling empty. Keep me in your memory. Leave out all the rest. Mm-hmm. Right there, that is poetry of someone that is just... Feeling pain. He mm-hmm. feels so much pain, and he it's like he wants everybody to understand, but he doesn't know how to say it in, until he sings the song. Mm-hmm. And then he says the words, and I mean, he could have dropped the mic right there and just walked away. Yeah. And and he wouldn't have never had to do another thing. <laughs> like he just—it's an amazing song. It was on the um, 
Wasn't it on the Minutes to Midnight? It's on the Minutes to Midnight uh, Is it? soundtrack, I think. Yes. I think it's Please like hold. seven or eight on it. Leave out the rest? Yeah, leave out the rest. Leave out all the rest, yes. Minutes to Midnight, you're right. Yeah. I read these lyrics differently now, now that he's gone, that, you know, he doesn't know how to ask before you know until it's too late now he's asking people not to resent him leave out all the rest as in it shouldn't matter anymore so to me it's like holding on to hate is like poisoning yourself and waiting for the other person to die yep which i've heard a lot of times in just illustrations and stuff and that is the to me the synopsis of the song Mm -hmm. yeah it's perfect I've always told Kelly that whenever she gets mad at somebody or, and I, I try to apply it to myself also is that you're at home ruining your weekend or your day all angry and the other person is just chilling, having the time of their life yep. and your day's ruined. Mm-hmm. So I try not to let things get to me. Sometimes it's harder. Yeah. It's easier said than done. We're all imperfect. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's hard to let things go, but that's why I like this kind of music because it's like somebody else feels the same way. Or has felt the same way, so mm-hmm. it's like that music kind of helps you get through it and help you mm-hmm. helps you let it go. So. And that's what I mean. I hate to sidetrack, but that's what this is why I, <laughs> I um, she's like mama. I gravitated so much to Lincoln Park growing up was because I was going through a tough time. My parents got divorced, and we left this house that I lived in for a while and moved into an apartment. And I was trying to figure out my way around, figure out who I was mm-hmm. without a dad. And then become the man of the quote unquote man of the house and take care of my mom and my brother. And hi, Zoe. Hi to you too. So I was trying to figure out who I was, and they like their lyrics like spoke to me. Yeah. Like it just clicked. I I mean that some of the songs I didn't understand what he was talking about, but I interpreted it the way I wanted to interpret it, and it helped me get over some things. Yeah. Well, that's the, how that's music, music is. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to yeah, you fit interpret it. it. Yeah. yeah. You interpret it the way it. It's going with your life, yep. you know, at the time. So, you know. I know one song that you can't interpret any any different way. I can only okay. imagine what you're going to say. The thong song. <laughs> that popped up on my 90s, uh, my 90, oh no, the 2000s playlist of, of um music. And I was like, what? I forgot about that song. <laughs> and I was like, why? Like, how did they get away with that? Yeah, I I don't even. How do they possibly get away with the thong song? Yeah, and how did they make it onto MTV? <sighs> I I don't get it. I don't know. Let me go get the baby. Okay. <laughs> you talk about the thong song. I don't want to talk about the thong okay. song. <laughs> That's a horrible song. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! Oh goodness! <laughs> Poor Zoe. Mama walked away. <laughs> Podcasting time. So, talk on. The next song is yours. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I can't. All right, Zoe, hold on a second, baby girl. Did I just hit Indian face? That's All right, fine. we're good. <laughs> so, if you guys hear Zoe talk, it's because she's here. All right. Oh. Go ahead, talk. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So as mentioned be- before, in 2004, my favorite, one of my favorite songs is Izzo, In the End. 
So that's a collaboration between Jay-Z and Linkin Park. H to the Izzo. B to the Izzo. Okay. So in 2004, I'm actually going to play a little in the background. For Sheezy, my Meezy. I don't know. <laughs> so with this one, MTV was searching for a collaboration matchup between two bands and artists. So they contacted Jay-Z and he said he was interested in working with Linkin Park. So he he wanted to, he actually wanted to perform with them. And he said, Mike Shinoda said, MTV called Jay-Z and they told him their idea for the live show. They wanted to know if he, he could do it with us and his manager called us. And I had a vision of what it would sound like and words couldn't describe it. So, yeah. I'm not a Jay-Z fan, but I do love this song. It, this collaboration. It's so good. Yeah. And Kelly made me stop it. Yeah, because I don't think... I got the clean version. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, oh my gosh. I got the clean version. I actually typed in Encore Clean. Okay. Do you want more with the Brooklyn boy? So he has no idea what's going on. Make some noise. So yeah. (sighs) (laughs) So I love this one. I was not expecting you to do that. I was like, whoa. This episode is going to be ruined because I keep singing along with all the songs. Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, shut her up. Turn her mic off just so she feels important. She feels like she's talking, but she's not. So Mike Shinoda said in December 2004, he said to me, she's punching my ears. To me, Collision Course is a landmark album because it's a first. Two multi-platinum artists getting together using their original masters and new performances and productions to create a new album of mashups. That's something I've never been done before. I mean, that I mean, it was, it was brand new. No one yeah. ever done that before. Yeah, and it's probably started like a whole movement of that kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Um, Numb Encore from that album won the best rap song song collaboration in the 2006 Grammys. What? And what's really cool? I'm gonna hand you off. I'm gonna hand her off to you for a second. What's really cool? Switch. Oh gosh. <laughs> They, um, I actually meant to grab this video. Lincoln Park. They actually performed this song at the Grammys one year, or was it 2006? And at the end of the performance, Paul McCartney came out. Ooh. And they matched up yesterday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm. So let me... Hold on. Yesterday's one of my all-time favorite songs in my life. And then you got Paul McCartney walk out and singing with them. See, at that point, Jay-Z needs to shut his mouth. Yeah, yeah seriously. Just shut your mouth. 
you're cool and all, but there's two singers singing. Just shut your mouth. Yeah. We don't need to, uh-uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> See, that's what 80% of Jay-Z sounds like to me. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. That, shut up. Like, at some point, he's got to realize this is Read the room. McCartney. Read the room, dude. Like, you don't need to say anything. You have a beetle in your presence. Let him... Shut your mouth. Yeah. Just Let shut up. him sing. The uh-huh, uh-huh ain't contributing no, anything. No, At all. <laughs> ain't still going. Look. That's, That's right. right. That's yeah, uh-huh. right. <laughs> I'm important. People still see me. <laughs> I'm still here. Me. Listen to see, my words. We, we made a decision. Um, two years ago, there was... Paul McCartney was on tour and Phil Collins was on tour. Oh, yeah. And I had to make a tough decision. Two of my musical... Which you, one? You chose Phil. I had to pick Phil because Phil hasn't been on tour in like 35 years. Paul is on tour all the time. Yeah. But he was in Greenville. I bet you Phil put on a better um, concert, though. I don't know. Because I've heard that Paul McCartney puts on a phenomenal show. Phil sits down the whole time because he has a bad back right. and bad knees. And and Paul just runs around like a, like he's 10 years old. See, I, I prefer Phil Collins because I know a lot of his songs. I don't know what Paul McCartney's going to sing. But he sings all Beatles songs. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know. Beatles, Wings, and Paul McCartney. Yeah. I didn't. And he I has the rights to all of those. So. I didn't yeah, that's know, all his music. Like, his solo stuff. So, but like Phil Collins, I know a lot of his stuff. So the next time Phil's, I mean, next time Paul's around, we're going to see Paul McCartney. Well, Have to. We'll, we'll see about COVID. <laughs> I'll take my chances. I'll get the vaccine. Works. Did you see that thing? It was like. Um, as soon as April 1st comes around, everybody's going to be like, oh, April Fool's Day. That wasn't real. <laughs> it's like, you're right. Like, well, we could have done that a year we, ago. We, yeah. we, we'll go to Texas. It's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, okay. COVID doesn't exist in Texas anymore. No. We go to Magnolia. <gasps> there you go. I'm so excited. Girl yeah. trip. Except um, they're kind of shut down right now because they're iced over. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. Next song. Come on, Kelly Marie. Oh, it's me. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> Get on it. Okay. I don't know. Um, so New Divide, which we talked about earlier, was on it was uh specifically recorded for Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Um it's the main theme and it was released as a single on May eighteenth, two thousand nine. Uh it received positive reviews from professional critics and remains one of the most critically acclaimed songs of Linkin Park's discovery. Um it's one of the few songs to top the U.S. rock songs, alternative songs, and hot mainstream rock tracks at the same time. It's one of their highest charting songs, peaking at number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and its working title was Megatron. They could have left it that. They should they have. left it to Megatron. They should have. Yeah. Which cool. is too, pretty much the coolest word in the, in the English dictionary. Yep. Yeah. Like, can we name, if we have another dog or a kid, Megatron? No. Why? not naming our kid a kid megatron that'd be the coolest thing ever no megatron hernandez no top that name uh anything else but that how <laughs> megatron can you imagine him in 4k or something what's your name megatron megatron okay can you imagine your mom trying to pronounce megatron, that <laughs> megatron hernandez. middle name then <gasps> that'd be cool no middle name megatron <laughs> Seriously, they go to school and they sign, they sign up. We're like, not having another kid, so you can name it Megatron. My name is Lucas Megatron Hernandez. Oh my god! You just named your your kid that doesn't exist. Yeah, that do it. it. 
That's yep, never going it. to exist. Yep. Sorry, kid. <laughs> you don't know. Lucas Megatron oh, I Hernandez. Do know. <laughs> so, anyways, um, the fans fans of Lincoln Park lauded this song for its aptitude and appeal as the movie's soundtrack. Uh, much of the song's criticism from reviewers is that the structure is of the structure and claiming it's too similar to past Lincoln Park singles as well as sounding very similar to what I've done, which was used in Transformers. Like, people just can't get over it? I don't think it sounds... I mean, it's yeah. it's similar in the way you know it's the same band, but it, I don't feel like it sounds similar in the... It doesn't... I think it has a lot different pace. Yeah, it's a different pace. It's a different yeah. song. Like, play that, and then play what I've done. But you could think of it as a, like a part two. Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? And so you're saying the that, movie is part yeah, two. it's part yeah. two. People just people just like to complain about stuff. <laughs> so it says it's a different song. Yes, it's a completely different song. There's more guitar in this. The other one was more synthetic. Yeah. Stupid Karens. <laughs> Um, so as of January 2021, the song has 460 million views on YouTube. It debuted at number six on the Billboard Hot 100, and it was their highest peaking song since In the End was on the chart. Um, it reached number one on both the Alternative Songs chart and the Mainstream Rock Tracks chart. It has stayed at number one on Alternative for 12 weeks making it their second longest running number one and the first one was numb um it's the band's eighth number one on the alternative songs chart the song was certified platinum by the riaa in august 2009 and in december 2010 it topped the two million mark in paid downloads it sold over 2.6 million copies in the u.s that's awesome and it was their last top 10 hit in the u.s hmm so, but it's been successful worldwide. It debuted at number three on the Canadian Hot 100, and was in the top ten on the Australian ARIA charts. They chart really well in the UK. Yeah, yeah. De- it debuted at number ten on that chart. So it's their it's their highest charting song in Australia, um, and it reached platinum in Australia after 15 weeks on the chart, selling over 70,000 units. Good deal. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So let's go on to our next song. Uh, Place for My Head, again off of a hybrid theory, which came out in 2000. Um, my favorite part, if I had to pick, would be um, when he says, sick of you acting like I, you, I owe you this. Find another place to feed your greed while I find a place to rest. It's right before the chorus. Um, it's one of their oldest songs, and it was actually the first version was called Esau. Uh, which was named after um, a guy that they used to, a friend of the band that they used to hang out with. Um, and it was written by Mark Wayfield, Wakefield when they were actually still called Zero. So it was one of their first songs that they wrote as a band. Um, and in 2003, uh, Shinoda was asked about the song, and he said he wanted the band to grow. He uh, felt like Somewhere I Belong um, showed a hopefulness. Um, when they came out with this song, Somewhere I Belong, um, it was kind of like a part two for him um, to this song. 
Mm-hmm. So like this was like part one. Somewhere yeah. along was like part two. So that's kind of what he felt like it was. So it, it was like he wanted it to grow and um, and kind of evolve. Um, and then the the part in the bridge where it says, um, trying to take the best of me, go away, and he repeats it like four or five times. And the final time, it's the classic unforg- unforgettable Chester scream where he's – um, say it. Do you have that part? I can. Or can it's? I can tell you where it is in the song. It's okay. uh, a minute and fifty three seconds. Wow! Bet you ten bucks. A minute and fifty three seconds. Hit it minute minute fifty three. And I didn't have that written down. That's kind of scary that you knew that. You know how many times I've heard this song? This is the music that my dad would make me turn off when I was in the car with him. I love this song. This is one of my favorite songs. That whole album. Hybrid Theory is still probably my favorite Uh, album. Yeah. I think tomorrow when we're driving around, we're going to listen to this album. It's fantastic. I listened on Spotify to Linkin Park just Linkin Park Radio and it's just all Linkin Park songs. And I just want it noted, I did not have that wrote down. No, you didn't. She's no. Just, at the top of her head, she's like, it. one minute 53 and it'll, it'll pop up right there. Boom. <laughs> wow. Because I looked that was at impressive. at one point and I just remembered it. That was impressive. <laughs> ah, that's a great song. Yeah. That's all I had on it. I think it's just a great song. Listen to it. It is. Mm-hmm. Anybody that doesn't listen to Linkin Park, please give it a chance. Yeah. yeah. Start with Hybrid Theory and just move your way up. Oh. Yes. And... I envy work, work your way through some emotions. Who has whoever hasn't heard Lincoln Park and this is the first time you listen to them? I envy you. Yeah, I would love to listen to them for the first time right? again. That's gonna be one of our episodes. Music that we want to listen, like we wish we heard now for the first time as adults. Yeah, yeah. at some point, eighty percent of it's gonna be Lincoln Park for me because yeah, I, yeah. <sighs> or what you wish you had listened to at certain points in your life. That could be another episode. I got too much stuff like. I got this band that wants to be interviewed, and I'm trying to squeeze them in, too. I know. We can always push stuff. I mean, you, you move. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving I stuff mean, around. Yeah. I'm moving the April 16th episode, most likely, will be with this band. That's cool. Yep. So, we're working on... I'm working with management right now to schedule. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which is scary. Mm-hmm. I have my release there, because they want. I can play their music. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, they have to sign a legal document, though. They have to, or you do. I signed. I already signed it. They have to sign it too. Oh, gotcha. So they won't sue me. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's smart. That's yeah. nice. I got a release. Everybody else is going to sue you though. For Probably. <laughs> no, but them, I can play anything I want. Once they sign, I can play anything I want. Yeah. So nice. whenever you want. I don't know. Maybe I'll add that. I'll I'll, I'll add that or to is the it uh, contingent to the episode. I'll add, I'll add it to the thing. You haven't sent it to them yet. Not yet. Because oh, well. I'm still fine tuning, fine tuning it. Mm-hmm. Adjust that. Like the music is now mine. I get paid every time you play this music. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work out for you. But their music's really cool. Delfino Squared. That's the name of the band. Mm. They're from Cali. Cool. Yep. So, all right. My song, "Breaking the Habit." Now, "Breaking the Habit" is a great one. I especially love the video. I know you've said several times because it's so cool looking. <laughs> like Very you, imaginative. Yeah, you, you. When I watched it, for, I, I didn't think it was. Seen it. It's anime. It's like an anime movie. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. At least I don't think I have. It doesn't look familiar. See, I listen to songs and I don't necessarily watch videos. No, you don't watch any videos. You hate them. I don't 
hate Yes, them. you do. You hate everything. No, I don't. <laughs> you crush my dreams. Okay, well. Right now I'm crushing Lily's dreams because she wants to go out, but... She could get... She'll be fine. Anyway. <laughs> Mike Shinoda told somebody that... Told ShoutWeb that this was going to be an instrumental track that was about 10 minutes long. And that the, the other band members convinced him to turn it into a full song. And that he's super proud of this song because he put a lot of work into it. And he thinks it's very powerful. Says Chester's performance is one of his best. Lyrically, it's kind of just about getting away from the parts of you that you do not like. It goes into great deal about the type of situation, of that type of situation. And he says the things about our lyrics in general is that we spend so much time on them that it, there's no way I can tell you in any conversation any better than the actual lyrics. So he's, he's like to describe the lyrics to you because the lyrics say it all. Yeah, I mean it's it's mm-hmm. there. There's not a lot of interpretation with their song. No, it's just, like, it, this is it. It's their feelings, and you f- you feel what they feel. Yeah. Why is Lily pawing at her now? <laughs> she wants her to move so she can get <laughs> up here. <laughs> um, is it said on there, Shinoda was also inspired by uh, Chester Beddingfield, Beddington's battled with drug and alcohol abuse, which was spiraling out of control and nearly broke up the band. So when Linkin Park appeared on MTV's documentary series, The Ride, in 2014, Chester Bennington said that it was one of the most difficult songs he ever recorded because the subject matter hit so close to home. So it's intense. I can see that. Mike had written the song, and he hands me a sheet with the lyrics on it, and I'm reading them and listening to them, and it was like waterworks. I felt like he was writing about my life. The song, This song was very hard for me to record. I get all teared up thinking about it right now. I'd have to stop, gather myself, I'd get through two lines, start crying, leave the room, come back in. I was like, I can't do this. But despite all this, Bennington was still, man- still managed to get the vocals recorded in one afternoon. And sounded great. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still playing in the background. It's just... So good. I love this guy's voice. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Yeah. It's so different from It's a once in a lifetime else. singer. Yeah. It's like I mean, not to compare the two, but it's like a Freddie Mercury type of voice. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's that it's just that different from anything mm-hmm. that's out there right now. Yep. And no one have I, I never heard another cover or song or band or anything where I ever thought, "Oh, they sound like Chester." No. Oh, they sound like Linkin Park or nope. it, it's just uncomparable mm-hmm. or incomparable, whatever the word is. During that time, Jesus. Now her tears are gonna knock over the drinks. Dun, dun, dun. Um, during that time, um, Nookie, um, oh, uh, Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit. They came out during that time, didn't they? Around that, it's like two thousand three, I think. Yeah, in that general, I could not remember the name. Wow, <laughs> wow, I just completely just went. And didn't you watch one of their videos being? No, I didn't cut school that day. The one day <laughs> the I didn't one cut day school. You don't cut school. <laughs> In the video, in Nookie, you see my high school because they filmed it in Astoria. Mm-hmm. And one of the scenes, you just look in the background, there's Long Island City High School, home of the Bulldogs, come on the show. <laughs> Listen to the words. It's funny because now the next Lincoln Park song that's playing in the background is my, one of my favorite ones. I love this video. Yes, the video is great. It's playing yeah. backwards. Yep. Yep. All right. Anyway, so that's all the songs we got. But we 
we got to do our personal song pick of the week. Which I got to do this yep, week. Yep, Megan got this week's. Yay. And I actually listened to this acoustic version, and I liked it a lot. And I listened to the original, and I liked the acoustic one better. Yep. I like it a lot better. But it's, it's funny an that... amazing song. I, it's funny that I... Ha- I Thought I didn't know the song, but I do know the song. I think a lot of people think they know this, or they know this song without knowing who it is. Yeah. Um, so it's Breaking Benjamin, Diary of Jane, and it's the acoustic version that I picked this week. Fast forward a little bit. For favorite song pick. Is this, is this the one? Yep. If I had to, I would approach myself right beside you. I think this is another band like Linkin Park that people don't pay attention to because they think it's too mainstream. But then, again, they have great music. And this is another one that I kind of grew up with. And this was probably the first song I knew of theirs. And I would love to do a Breaking Benjamin episode. We can. It'll introduce us to Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So I was like, what's going on? But yeah. So why do you like this song so much? Um, I I love the sound, especially the acoustic version. I love the original version, but the acoustic version is just a lot softer. And um, he he slows it down just a tad. And Because um, I'll play the, a little bit of the original. Yeah. Because it's... It, it's a little bit, a little bit harder, but yeah. it's not like hard, hard. Mm-mm. But the tone of the song changes completely. Yes. He's a little bit raw. Mm-hmm. Raw. Raw is not a word. Rawr. He's more raw. Raw. <laughs> 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 Barking at the mic. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Raw. But, uh, yeah, I love both versions. Um, but I just picked the acoustic version because I think a lot of people don't know that they do come out with a lot of acoustic music. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sounds fantastic in the acoustic versions. Oh, yeah. Uh, he sounds fantastic anyway. But, like, it just it gives you more of a – it's kind of eye-opening to see the band slow down a little bit and do a little bit more instrumental. And his voice really, really shines through mm-hmm. um, going into a little bit of a lower register. And he – he just sounds great. Um, I love the song. Um, I fell in love with it a long time ago. And I actually, it was one of the reasons I wanted to name my daughter if I ever had one, which now I do. Uh, I wanted to use the name Jane because I feel like it's not used a lot. But um, I loved the name because of this song. And so I always wanted to incorporate Jane into her name. And that was one reason that led me to... Zoe Jane, which is Aaron Lewis, yeah. which is Stained, mm-hmm. which is another favorite band. But I wanted to use Jane, so I kept coming up with names that, that went with Jane. Yeah. And um, we were going to name her Emmy Jane, and I ended up coming across Zoe Jane from Aaron, by Aaron Lewis. And I was like, oh, I love this song. And I played it for my husband. And I've said this before, but I played it for him. And I was like, can you imagine? It's kind of like, you know, we'll be calling her Amy Jane. And he said, I like Zoe better. Nice. And I was like, we can't name her after the song. And he's like, why not? And I was like, well, the guy's name is Aaron Lewis. It's literally Zoe Jane yeah. Lewis. That's her name. Holy crap. And so I... now she is Zoe Jane Lewis. Awesome. And her first name is Zoe Jane, and her second name, her middle name is Kailani. And so she is Zoe Jane Kailani Lewis. And 
it flows. everybody for some reason everybody's like are you calling her zoe jane and i was like well i can call her biscuit if i yeah. want to like what to do? <laughs> She's my kid but like that i always wanted to use jane and mm-hmm. so that was a as soon as we found out we were having a girl i knew i wanted to put jane in it and yeah. it was mainly because of this song yeah um but it also was incorporated zoe jane ended up being her name cool. because of um aaron lewis song so awesome. it kind of went all together and i just love the song i love the sound of it um and um you know, there's there's a lot of interpretation to it, which mm-hmm. we'll get into. We'll probably get into it if we ever do the episode, yeah. which will be awesome. But um, if you haven't heard it, listen to it. Um, listen to both versions. Listen to the the, the original one first. And then I was going to say, the acoustic. that's what I did. Um, I, yeah, I, I appreciated different. it more. Yes. The acoustic, listening after, after listening to the original, I appreciate the acoustic one more. Ap- more gooder. Yeah, more gooder. <laughs> well, I said roar, so I mean. Roar. roar. I'm going to make up words now. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. So. Awesome. With that being said, I think that's Lincoln Park 2.0. Mm-hmm. So happy. Yep. Show's right. email address is bpdpodcast48 at gmail.com. Instagram, bpdpodcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So let, let's see what Megan has to say. What did I say? For your goodbye. Oh. I don't know. Oh, she, you got to plug your. <gasps> oh, wait. What am I doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a plug now. Yes. Yay! I get to plug, which I didn't even know what that meant until we started the podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so I started a boutique online. I started a couple years ago, and I'm bringing it back to life uh, this year. It's called Teal Turtle Boutique, and it's on Instagram, and you can hit me up for um, – I have all kinds of stuff on there, and I'm still putting a lot of inventory on, and I'm it's still a work in progress. So I'm slowly posting pictures, but it's – I got my earrings. Yeah. Kelly They're was pretty. the first order, They're so um, I'm getting them. stuff made and, and done, and just, um, yeah, check it out. And um, if you have any questions, just uh, email the show. Email, yeah, email it, or you can... Um, follow you on Instagram. Follow yeah. me on Instagram. Give away the Instagram name. Teal Turtle Boutique. But isn't there periods between the... It peri- yeah, it's teal, period. But you have, if you pull it up, it comes it up. It does? Okay. Yeah, it okay. Yeah. come up. Yeah. So, yeah, go for it. So... All right. We love this song. Yeah, I know. We just, <sighs> it's, we are, 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 oh my, are, 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 think we've been drinking. I have. I've had water. Y'all, I don't know what y'all are doing. I had a glass of apple whiskey. We are happy on Lincoln Park. Yeah. Megan's face tingling. Yeah, we are Lincoln Park high. So, all right, Megan, sign off. Later, Gator. Later, Gator. I'm going to say hasta luego, guys. All right. Stay fresh. That was awful. Sophia, come say bye. Hasta la vista, suckers. Good enough. Yeah.